Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. What the heck is that? Looks like something from outer space. <laughs> we are live. I <laughs> love <laughs> Spaceship over here. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. This is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. I'm here with my partner, Rich Barron, and I'm Michael Bailey. And we're over here. We don't know what we're doing, just kind of screwing around. But yeah. that's sometimes what you do. You get in life and you're not always sure that everything's exactly planned the way you want it to be, right? Yeah, right. Actually, it's perfect. Perfect with what it is that we're doing tonight. We're talking about entrepreneurs and people that are entrepreneurs and the kind of leadership that they have got to bring to the table when they're starting and running their own businesses. So what do you think about that, Rich? What, what are your, what's your take on that whole thing about entrepreneurs and being their own leader? You know, I think a lot of times we talk about uh, leadership and executive coaching and stuff like that with larger companies. Yeah. You know, but in reality... You know, if you're starting your own business, you know, you, you're essentially, you're, you know, you're the manager, you're the janitor, you're this, you know, the employee and all the above. And, and sometimes we don't take into account how important leadership is with, you know, developing a, a business. And it's every bit as important as for, for small business owners, entrepreneurs as it is for those in, in large corporations. You know, as, as you build this leadership, you know, as your company grows, which inevitably that's your plan, correct? You know, you wanna, you wanna grow your business, you wanna scale it up uh, and you're gonna bring on more people down the road, more employees. It's important to have those leadership skills in place, you know, when you're ready to pull the trigger on, on getting bigger. Yeah, it's very true. One of the things they talk about, as I've dealt with a lot of entrepreneurs over the years, is this idea of a passion. And that's a real interesting idea. What does passion really mean when you take a look at performance uh, as a business leader? One of those things that it means that they've got a wrong, real strong sense of vision about where they want to go. They, are, they, they, they see this is what they want to do. And why is that important in terms of a leadership? Because it's easy to stay where you are. I was talking to some people that I do some coaching with. And I'm telling you, they are in leadership leadership positions. I am telling you that gravity pull, that gravity pull to stay in the comfort zone is so freaking strong at times to get yourself like you're launching off, a, 
launch pad to get out of there. It, it is such a difficult thing because even when you're miserable, <laughs> even yeah, when oh, yeah. you're happy, even when you can play what I call the game of awful. Oh, it's so awful. It's so terrible. It's so awful. Sometimes that comfort zone is still so compelling. So, so got you captured so badly. It's easier to stay there than to actually get up and do something about it. That's what I think yeah. entrepreneurs are amazing people. There's really two kinds of entrepreneurs in a, in a way you might settle it this way. Those who grew up in families that were entrepreneurs, they just have it in their blood. They just see it. They smell it. They're all around it. That They just naturally go into business for themselves. And those people that want to get out of that rat race, get, uh, get out of the, you know, what they call the golden handcuffs, the golden shackles, as it were. Right. You know, create their own destiny, you know, move out in a whole new direction. And what it really does that is, is a couple of things. One is the vision. The second something that you understand really well is the drive, the drive to get it done. You yeah. know, I got a vision and I got that drive to get it done. And then the ability to some way or another figure out what a need is in the marketplace that matches up with their own talents and their own passion and kick it in gear and go after it. The, you know, that's that is not an easy combination for people to manage. And we know that because most people aren't in business for themselves. So I've got huge admiration for those folks. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, there. I, I would challenge anybody listening to find a great company that doesn't have great managers. Yeah. You know, they, they really do. They know how to manage the, the process. Um, you know, they, they know how to get a vision. You know, they know they know how to manage schedules and budgets and oversee productivity and even resolve conflict. Right. But. Here's the difference, the difference. Even in a small business, you can be a phenomenal manager. You really can. You can you can put it all together. You can find marketing in. You, you know, your product, your the product offering is spot on. You got this great marketing happening. But really, when it comes down to intelligent leadership, it's it's a different mindset altogether. Now, granted, you know, when we go in and talk to, to people about these, these issues, we're not going in to tell them how to do their job. You know, we talked about this before. We assume that that's already, you know, taken place. They know how to do their job. They know how to manage the, the facility. They know how to manage the processes. What intelligent leadership is, is understanding how to manage not only yourself, and your thoughts and your feelings and emotions about how they revolve around that outer circle that everybody sees, the, the communication skills, the talent leadership skills. And with an entrepreneur and small business, those things are still incredibly important. Even if you're talking to customers, even if you're working with customers, there still has to be an aspect of leadership that they sense and they know that you can get it done for them. That's not simply being a manager. That's being a leader. You know, so there's that crosses that line there. There has to be more than just the ability to manage a process or more than just ability to have a vision or more than just ability to drive home the results. Yeah, so, really, there's, this, there's an interesting aspect for most of these these men and women that go into business and have not been born into an entrepreneur family. Yeah, there is a lot of stumbling. There is a lot of figuring out. There is a whole lot of just scrambling to figure it out and to make it work. And again, it, they, they've got to be able to cover a lot of bases. 
in a fairly short period of time as they start their own business and get it up and working and going and then get it so that it's sustained. And certainly we can help those people because we can we can do the surveys, you know, that says, okay, here's where you're great, here's where you're not so great, here's where you kind of trip yourself up. Let's work on these areas to make those rates mm-hmm. stronger, you know, take care of the gaps and then get yourself out of your own way. We can help them in ways that probably, I'll tell you the truth, if they will come in and do the work, we could probably save them 10 to 15 years of struggling because it's one of those things you, they don't know what they don't know. And we can target specifically, here it is what you don't know. Because when we take these, we have these folks take the assessments, you see some four interesting things. And one thing is you see, you see the strengths that you know that you have. Then you see strengths that you didn't know you had. Oh, I didn't know I had that strength. Yeah, look at that. How about that's pretty good. Then you there's the the things that you're not so good at you're, that you're aware of. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. That. Then there's those other ones that I didn't even know I was good at that. I had no idea why I kept messing messing that up. You know? Yeah, <laughs> couldn't figure out why that wasn't working. Yeah, couldn't figure out why that was working. Why, yeah. I, why I kept blowing it from my face over and over again? <laughs> I thought it was something else. Yeah. <laughs> And so there's a lot of things that we can do to help those good folks out there who wanted to start their own business and get it up and going. I mean, in a lot of ways, they really are the backbone of our country and other countries because they employ so many people. And there's just something incredible about that entrepreneurial spirit. It's it's such a, a breath of fresh air, fresh, you know, freedom, a sense of sense of, you know, taking control of your life, really making something up on your own from your like you know the whole thing about pulling your boots itself up by the bootstraps yes all that kind of great stuff so that's what we want to say if you're an entrepreneur you want to become an entrepreneur hey we can really help you we can make a difference in your in the development of not only your business but in the development of you as a leader of your business and then helping you in turn develop not only what it is you've got to develop in terms of skills but also when you bring people in now working for you you have a much better idea of how to you're talking about manage them, lead them to the to uh, to the to the benefit of the business and the growth of it. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, tw- the past two years have really changed the face of business worldwide. Uh, how many businesses we've seen go under, and oh. not because you know they were doing a poor job. It's just the circumstances of the mm-hmm. last couple years and the struggles and, and we do this also we work with these people that are looking for job opportunities and how to get back into the workforce and i'll tell you it takes a lot of courage to get in there and start your own business right now it truly does um it, it's one of those things that you know you may Think, oh, gosh, am I going to invest all my money in something that may or may not work? But, you know, you got to hand it to these people that are out there doing this. And we know, we know from surveys, we know from talking to people, we know that the companies that are going to be successful coming out of this pandemic and what we call the, you know, the new new way of business going forward are the ones who are going to support and focus on leadership development, cultural development for their individuals. Now, you may not, as an entrepreneur who, you know, I'm the only employee in the company, well, what's your culture like? You know, there's culture there. 
There really is. Is it, is it something that, you know, I'm going to get up at, uh, you know, 10 o'clock, I'll do my own thing and, you know, whatever. Sometimes that doesn't work. What's the saying you came up with? You, well, you didn't come up with, but it's, uh, you know, it's great going into business for yourself. You can choose any 18 hours of the day to work, you know, <laughs> whatever your schedule is, those 18 hours of the day. Yeah. yeah. And it does. It takes a lot of time. But, you know, culture isn't just about uh, a company with a bunch of people. It's organizational culture. It's company culture. Yes. Uh, you start to develop that around who you are as a, as a leader. And who you want your company to be is just you start to grow. That culture is going to grow amongst the people you bring in. You know, so there's there's a lot of benefits to being prepared as a leader and and cultural development prior to becoming successful. And a lot of that is what you're talking about. I think as well here, Rich, is knowing yourself. Right, right. You really do have to know yourself pretty well. Uh, and, and to know what's great about you again, then what's not so great, and what it is that you're going to work on, because it, it's in that self knowledge. If you, I've talked to a lot of leaders who have been very successful, and it is interesting how self aware they are. They are very self aware people, and and working in companies, this is is a fascinating thing. They're really that that CEO who is really really a great CEO. They are a hard person in terms of their commitment to learn and to keep growing and to keep developing them, developing themselves. And there's really a distinction, even within the C-level, the executive team, that, that CEO has got a, a high level of commitment of just ambition, you know, wanting to become his best or her best. And then as that kind of filters down to the rest of the company, you know, there's people who just want to show up for the check and do what it is that they want to do and that kind of stuff. And every once in a while, you'll see in those ranks, Somebody who's got genuine drive, genuine ambition, genuine want to make a difference kind of stuff. And here's the problem. And here's the big problem. Why does developing leadership in a business fail? There's two reasons, I think, fundamentally. Two reasons fundamentally is, number one, leaders don't lead. And secondly, leaders don't follow. Now, there's, that's an interesting I irony. Leaders right, will right. lead and leaders don't follow. And what you have here is if you have these leaders that just do what I tell you to do, and, and then the people underneath them, they're fighting because they, they see things differently and they don't follow, as it were. You've got a real real conundrum there. You've got a real battle going on. And that creates uh, you know a horribly banal kind of uh, environment, culture, business, because there's so much tied up in, in, in this, this fight here. But leaders who lead, that's the key thing. Leaders who lead know how to follow. And they also know how to develop other leaders. Yeah. And part of that development of other leaders is teaching that leader that they're, they're teaching not only how to lead, but how to follow in smart, effective ways. Yes. So that they can bring out their best. So this, this learning how to develop uh, you know, your own leaders with your own, within your own company is a tricky thing. It's not an easy thing at all. It's yeah. really, really tough. Well, here's here's the thing, too, about doing that. Uh, you know, are you ready for the success that your company may enjoy as you start to grow and become a CEO of your own organization and it gets bigger and more successful and you're getting into mergers and acquisitions or whatever down the road? There becomes a point 
for people in the C-level, CEOs, when they start, and we've seen this, we've seen this firsthand, when they started to bring on other organizations or, you know, there's mergers and acquisitions or whatever involved, that honestly, that really separates, in a lot of words, separates the men from the boys, the women from the girls. Because that's when you got to start developing, not only taking the culture and the leadership you've had in your organization and understanding another organization and bring that under the same umbrella. And honestly, those are the ones we, and we we know these people who have been successful at this. So we've had them on our show. We've talked to them. Um, You know, how many of those people have you coached, Michael? It's, it's, It's a very hard thing. It's a very, very difficult thing. But you it's know, it's it's just like you know, change the personality of someone. Yeah, you know, it it takes incredible maturity. It, it it does, and that's really what starts to separate. You know, those those individuals that might be great CEOs within their own organization, but when they have to expand, that's when it becomes a struggle. That's when it's you know you trying to to cross that fence. To bring you know all these other organizations and people together, um, and that's why it's important to start early. It's important to start as an entrepreneur. You know, eventually, eventually, if if your dreams and goals are to to grow and expand and become more than you just you who you are, when you have those 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 skills in your toolbox, and all those tools ready to pull out when you need them, that's when you become confident. You become successful. The people you work with uh, start having confidence in your abilities. They they have confidence and they start to trust you. That's that's really when you start to see the success. That's true, and, and it's it's not something that you come to suddenly. It is a developmental thing. It really is. You know, great leaders take time to develop, and they do the smart things. They learn how to do those smart things. So when the timing is right and those kind of changes are taking place. The best thing that they can have is not that they know exactly what's going to take place because oftentimes you don't know what's going to go no, on. No. Yeah. But it's the attitude and it's a genuine attitude. It's not some sort of narcissistic, you know, fool yourself kind of attitude is I have the confidence in myself that I know I can handle whatever comes up. I can deal with it. I can learn how to get through this. I can make this thing happen. That's that kind of deep confidence that we're looking for in terms of helping those leaders get to in their lives, get to in their businesses. That's, yep. And that's really what they want to get to, you know, men, women out there who want to become leaders. And it's genuine. It's not fake. It's not pretend. It's it's not a pose. It's it's really real. It's a deep seat of confidence of, okay, throw throw all that you got at me because I can handle it. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's important, you know, when, when you're just starting out and, you know, Learn this myself. You've got to know when to put on your management hat and when to take that off and put on your leadership hat. Because, you know, you, there's a lot of things you have to manage starting a business, you know, um, C-Corps, all that kind of stuff. Everything that comes along with it, LLCs, whatever, there's a lot of things you have to manage. But when it comes to setting the vision for your organization in your future, that's when you got to take that management hat off and put on that leadership hat. That's when you got to dig deep. And if you know who you are inside and what your strengths and what your gaps are, you're that, you're that much further ahead. As Kenny Rogers said, you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll wrap it up here. Rich, how do they get a hold of us? They want to talk to us. We want to have that conversation. Well, uh, you know, the, the best way to get a hold of us is executiveleadersactilec.com. And get on your laptops, get on your phones, get a, whatever. Go there, look us up, um, spend some time with us, schedule some time, reach out to us, you know, connect with us and let's let's talk. You know, let's just have a conversation. Even if you're listening to us and you're anywhere in our our, our audience right now, which, by the way, is, is growing. I, I got to tell you, Michael, our, our audience is growing every single week. You know, you look at look at where, you know, more and more of our audience is. And I got to tell you, I, I thank you so much for everybody's support. But if you want to be on this this podcast and you're over in Finland or Sweden or Europe, let us know, man. We'll, we'll we'll Germany, a, Romania. We'll, yeah, we'll schedule a time. Let's let's talk. I'm curious, you know, Middle East, anywhere. Yeah, um, you know, it's and that's the one thing that it's it's you know the word spreading. Thank you very much uh, for your support and. Uh, Tell you what, we couldn't do it without you and couldn't keep going without you. So um, anything else you want to you want to add, Michael, before we give it a call? Away? I'll introduce you to my spaceship. Maybe I'll even let you take a ride in it. That's right. You know, that's, I've never <laughs> seen that before. So that's, that's going to be something new. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, again, I, I got to hold on. I got to put this up there on the screen. From our good friend, Ronnie Shoemaker, who's also a phenomenal executive coach, leader, and with years and years of experience, you can't go wrong with this guy. And he's he's always there listening and, and supporting us. And, you know, i got to give him a big shout out. So thanks, Ronnie. And uh, everybody else, have a great night. We'll see you again next time. All right, folks. All the best. Bye -bye. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide will help to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.